0: Welcome to Black People Love Paramore Podcast, where we chat about the seemingly random things large groups of Black people go up for. I am your co-host, Sequoia.
1: And I'm Jordan.
0: And today, we are chatting about WWE slash WWF. I don't really know the difference. Um, I'm hoping Jordan knows the difference and can explain it to me. Um, But before we get into the main shit of the episode, in my defense... I have it in my defense this week, and it is on theme. This episode will come out, I think, on Thanksgiving Day. And so, you know, I had a Thanksgiving theme in my defense. So over the weekend, I went to my first white Friendsgiving. And at said white Friendsgiving, we had to each bring a dish, Mm -hmm. right? So naturally, I bring cornbread because, you know, as Negroes do, cornbread, a staple, we love it a, goes with everything. You starch. can sop up all types yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course. With, with sweet starch. I, I, I love cornbread. I don't know if the whites had ever had cornbread, but it was there. Someone brought what I'm told is a white Thanksgiving staple green bean casserole. Cool. G-
1: now? What in the world? I had that. A, a green bean a, yeah, casserole. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm Googling this. I don't, never even heard of that.
0: You stop it, Jordan. Stop it. I <laughs> had never had any food with casserole in the name, <laughs> Um, because Black people don't cook that, and most of the foods that I consume are prepared by Black people, unless they are, you know, or or an ethnic person to some degree, and other, you know, that's a white thing. And so I I had the green bean casserole. I put it on my plate. And I have to say, I, I had a good time with my green bean casserole. Interesting. It had mush, cream of mushroom in it. You know, it had, I love cream of mushroom. That's my girl. If you're not cooking with cream of mushroom, you're not cooking okay. right. And it had little mushroom bits in it and like a little, cr- a little crispy
1: onions on top. Yeah, I'm seeing that. And it
0: was solid. I was like, oh, this is what y'all be talking about. This is what y'all be talking the about. Google
1: Images are appetizing.
0: You know, the Google images are are on par, too. And I have a white roommate. She always talking about a green bean casserole for Thanksgiving. And every time she said, I sighed at her a little bit because I'm like, you really, y'all, y'all really eat stuff with casserole. That sounds
1: like a Paula Deen episode.
0: It sounds like Paula Deen. Like, it's giving extremely nigger in, in Thanksgiving. Like,
1: <laughs> no. and no, 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 I don't no. want nigger
0: in my Thanksgiving. No, no, foods. No, no, I no, simply no.
1: don't. Not a hard R, you but know. But I
0: had it. <laughs> that's what it was giving and so i had it and it was good it was a very solid dish and i understand why you all consume it and enjoy it at thanksgiving i also had trader joe's turkey breast
1: it was already cooked You were going out on some limbs wow and it comes in a sealed ziploc wait reverse um slide to the left it's a it's a pre-cooked turkey breast that comes in the plastic Yes, it's a
0: pre-cooked turkey breast that comes in a plastic sealed bag to keep the moisture and the juices oh my in. Gosh. And you just pop it in the oven for a little bit longer just to warm it up. And Who brought that? It was good. I say it was good. I don't know who brought it. I really don't. But it was it's good. A while for that. And it had a little gravy it's a, on it's it. A
1: whole, it's a whole, <laughs> what you call it, potluck and you bring a pre-cooked thing and some plastic. <laughs> the boldness of that. Yeah,
0: they brought it. And lastly, I had stuffing for the first time. Mm, so the first time. apparently there's a difference between stuffing and dressing, okay. right? Yeah. I mean? So dressing is what I normally have. And that's that's uh, the Black people version, I guess, that doesn't actually belong in the turkey. Like, I guess white people stuff the turkeys right. with
1: the something. Stuffing. Yes, yes, yes.
0: And so I had that for the first time. And... It tasted similar to dressing. It tasted very similar to dressing, mm. except it was full like big pieces of bread and yeah. they were very dry. But it was solid. It
1: was solid. Wow. This was a big weekend for you. I think I have had both dressing and stuffing now that you say that. I, don't, I wouldn't have been able to make a distinction, but now I think I see it. So wow. You yeah. made, you really made out yeah. the other end, and your stomach was fine. No no type of bubble guts afterward. No. So.
0: My there was no bubbly guts afterwards. There was nothing of that sort. It was a, dare I say, delicious wow.
1: experience. Wow. Wow, Sequoia.
0: Now, I will say I was a little, you know, they they put uh, my cornbread off to the corner mm. and they only ate half wow. the pan. Wow.
1: And I said, mm. Mm. Okay. You know, we talk mm. about racial progress in this country. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Right, right. We all talk about racial projects in the country, and and, and 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 y'all and y'all putting the Negro food off, to off the in the side. You're, like, you're, you're only eating. politely to,
1: eating a bite and be like, and asking okay. what, it is. "What is
0: this? You know what I mean, right?" guess mm. yeah, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. guess that's, uh, Yeah, that that's flavorful. Lots of flavor in that one there. Yeah. What's that? They didn't know what it was. they were like, "What's that?" And it was like cornbread, and they're like, "Oh, you don't say." So, and apparently, white people have cornbread too, but but they put corn in it. Apparently, they put actual pieces of corn in it. and I.
1: You don't do it that way.
0: It's just a lot. No, 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 no. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, I made it from the box. I made Which it from Jiffy. Great. The Jiffy is incredible, you know? Right. It was very, and it was incredible. It tasted mm-hmm. good to me. It was really good. So that was my experience. That was my weekend in my defense. Green bean casserole, low-key slaps, Um, you know, a little bit. Don't quote me on that. I'll deny I ever said it. If you play this back, I'll swear Mm -hmm. it's not my voice. And so, yeah.
1: okay, That's it. Wow. Yeah, no, that's a great one. I feel like, you know, I feel like I'm ready to, you know, explore some new boundaries, you know, food-wise. Thanks to that.
0: You know, expose yourself to, to the new, to the wild side. What's that Normani said? Take me for a ride. Yeah. Yeah. Wild side. I like that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I have a I have it in my defense this week actually. Um and it might come as a surprise. You know, I feel like uh Okay this I might get some flack, you know, in the in the comments. Panama might be up in arms after hearing this. But um I actually this week I would like to say in my defense, visiting the Apple store. Okay. Now I know you guys are probably, you know, gasping, stopping the car, pulling over, you know, pulling the parking brake, you know, whatever. But listen to me. So mm-hmm. prior to getting on this call with Sequoia, you know, and recording this lovely show and thanks to Dentite, I was uh, having experienced computer issues. My computer, my laptop I'm recording this on is a 2011 MacBook, which is why we, I mean MacBook Air, which is why, you know, of course we need sponsorship because, you know, it's, it's these are dark times. Um, but uh, I, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be able to upgrade my laptop this week. And I went into the Brooklyn um, Apple store. And it just was a lovely experience, you know. Typically, i will have to wait in a line. You gotta make a little appointment on the thing. I just walked in, walked out with what I needed. I had I had ordered the um, laptop online, and you literally just pick it up from somewhere. You show them a little QR code. They're so nice. The man, the gentleman who who checked me out, uh, was like handling me and this other group simultaneously, and he had the um, savvy. To see that these the people who are next to me were I think tourists from somewhere a Spanish speaking country, flips immediately into Spanish, makes them feel welcome. He's making me feel welcome. I'm being handled. You know, it was a, it was a great, mm. a great, smooth experience. Um and any you know, the haters are gonna listen to this and say, here's Jordan shilling for another big corporation. Jordan's in the in the pocket of big tech, classic Jordan just loving big tech. <sighs> you know, it's not it's Ugh. not that. I just like I like <laughs> a nice um consumer experience and uh and if, if it can be provided I'll take it wherever it comes. I'll take it wherever it could be TJ Maxx, it could be TGI Fridays for all I care, buddy. But if I'm being treated well, you know, that's all that matters. So in my defense, um the Apple store. Go to the Apple store.
0: In your defense, Steve Jobs is the great is the go, is the greatest of in all time. Defense, essentially is what Steve you're saying. Steve Jobs would
1: have finished all the the cornbread. Okay.
0: Okay. Oh Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. I know he would have. I know it.
1: Steve Jobs is good everywhere, bro. Wow.
0: He can Millie really Rock on any block.
1: And he is good in any hood. That's crazy. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. Walking people down in those New Balances, Steve Jobs. You know, he was he was a uh, heavy stepper. So may he rest in peace.
0: Heavy stepper. Big shoes. <laughs> big big dream. dreams. Big Steve.
1: <laughs> big big <niggas>. Apple. <laughs> <laughs> big Mac. Steve.
0: <laughs> big Steve in the Big <laughs> Big Steve with the Big Mac, bro. Very much. Very much. Oh, yes. Absolutely. He got the big stick in his pocket, too. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. We'll take that, that you are officially a capitalist and that you love capitalism and that Apple and Big Tech are now, you know, the brands that you go out for. That's your rep. Sponsored by Meta. You rep that. Thank you. Right. Very much sponsored by Meta. Right. Okay. We'll take that. I am happy that you had a wonderful experience in the Big Apple mm-hmm. um, at the Mac store with the, a, a very multicultural right, it a experience, multicultural it sounds experience. like. It sounds mm-hmm. like very representative yeah, of New know. York City, you know? I love that for you. I'm ha- I'm happy about that, truly. Okay. I want to talk about a song this week, too, that I forgot about and that popped back up on my playlist recently. And I was like, Wow. I used to love this song. I still love this song now that I heard it again. Do you remember a girl group named Dream?
1: No. No.
0: Okay. They had this song called He Loves You Not. And they were, I think, five girls. And they were a ditty. They were a ditty group. So naturally, they were very fucked over in the end.
1: So so five uh, disenfranchised laborers.
0: I think they were white. I think they were. It was like five white girls, or at least there were none. Of them were black, but like five girls, they had a popping little single. He loves me, he loves you not, and it was, it was great. Wow. It was a great single.
1: Was this from? Was this a product of some sort of making in the band? What, how did this happen?
0: Now I'm not positive that there was a show attached to it. I I don't know. Something inside me thinks there was, but I can't put any details to it at all. So there may not have been. But you know, five girls. Diddy kept. Oh my God! All of them were like skinny white girls. Suffer. One of them. One of them was maybe a size six or an eight, whereas the other ones were like zero yeah. and twos. And Diddy kept her body covered. Let me tell you the oh, way Diddy kept gosh. her.
1: And <laughs> this is wild, Sequoia. I didn't. I didn't know about <laughs> any of a this. Menace. This is so he so wild for this. These are like. This is just. <laughs> he was it's a, just a white girl group from two thousand one that he that is signed to Bad Boy.
0: Yes. Yes. Did he? Did he literally yes. did not say? And they were dropping fucking heat. They,
1: the, the first time went platinum. It was all a dream. Two thousand one went platinum. <laughs> how have I never heard of this? What is this?
0: Yeah, I don't know how you never heard of them. I really don't know how you never heard of them. But they came out at like peak. Girl group time. Like they were wow. they were peak Girl Group time. And so Diddy was trying to cash in on his yeah, girl group time. Yeah, he moment. was like,
1: Let me, let me, let me cash in. Diddy is uh, you know, say what you will about that man, but he is a shrewd businessman. He knows he knows where to put his money.
0: A shrewd businessman and a yeah, menace. menace. I'll tell absolute you that. absolute menace. So God. So yeah, they had that wonderful song, He Loves You Not. If y'all have not heard that song, please go listen, listen to Dream wow. He Loves You Not. It is It is a wonderful, very early 2000s, late 90s sounding song. Like it has that very digital pop, great little hip hop infused
1: sound. Love it. He Loves You Not released September 5th, 2000. Okay. What an Mm -hmm. incredible time Mm -hmm. to be alive. What, What? Do you remember where you were September 5th, 2000?
0: September 5th, 2000. I was probably... In the, I was probably on the black top of my private school before I transferred to public mm-hmm. school, um, with my little white boy. Bay, his name was Robbie. Hey, hey Robbie. Robbie, if you're you know listening mm-hmm. to that, hey Robbie, you know he would go get my backpack every day when my wow. mom was picking me up. He would go find my backpack and bring it to me. Ugh.
1: Not your, what not your time. white footman. <laughs>
0: what what what's that the city girl say? the city girl say first you take his money then you dip on that was you yeah in 2000 I was already learning that oh my gosh yeah so mm -hmm. so yeah shout out Robbie if you if you listen to this you know you are more than welcome to be my white footsman whenever you feel the need to be that
1: run that Uh, he loves you not one time and think of Sequoia okay
0: run it up one time for the one time because a great a great song Think about what you missed out on when you were five. Think
1: about that. I'm screaming because I'm looking at the the single covers for some of these songs that they have, and you're right. There is one member that is conspicuously just covered up from like neck to to ankle. It's (laughs) and the others are.
0: It's so crazy! (laughs) Oh my gosh,
1: I can't believe this, Diddy. What a menace!
0: He was he was a menace. He was he was very much a menace. And because you remember on making the band, Diddy used to tell. I remember Diddy telling mm-hmm. D. Woods from Danity Kane. Did you watch that season uh, of Making probably. the Band?
1: I can't remember it though. But I remember Danity Kane, and I remember Making the Band. Uh, yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. So D. Woods and Don were the two black girls, mm-hmm. and right. we Danity go on to be in
1: um, Dirty and, Dirty Money.
0: And, and and exactly, and Don. I don't know if does D, is D Woods. Is D. Woods in Dirty It might dirty be money? just be
1: Don. You're right.
0: I know Don is. I think it's just Don, but... He used to be telling Dawn that she was fat all of oh, the time. No. He used to be telling her to lose weight, like you're never going to be able to make it because you just won't lose weight. And like, she would just built like any regular yeah. black girl, you know, yeah, curvier yeah. body, bigger lower half, you know whatever. Oh my god, this the man The psychological warfare <laughs> that some
1: of these women in particular obviously went through on uh, in these in these like 2000s competition shows like people were talking about I remember watching like you know I grew up in a house with with two uh, with my mom my sister and like I watched a lot of these shows I remember watching like early like um Tyra what was it the America's Next Top Model and people are saying that that was recently what released on Netflix yeah and like people are going back and some of these episodes are like so heinous to watch like you can't even it's just like a a wild what was what was permissible back then and like what people like Diddy got away with
0: it was crazy. Diddy, Tyra. Tyra had bitches in blackface just doing all types of wild shit. It was just a See, old... that's funny. That's still so funny. That's still so <laughs> funny. Talking about taking the whitest girl. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. Taking the whitest girl on the show talking about, we're going to transform you into a Nubian oh goddess Oh my queen. gosh. And then the next frame, she's getting painted. Oh, Lord. Dead, like getting painted black. On this WB, no black less. getting uh, oh my God, yeah, getting UPN on oh, UPN, right? Channel thirteen. I couldn't. Right. I literally that's, could not. That's so. A-
1: Something else. Yeah,
0: the competition shows were wild. Diddy was absolutely out of his <laughs> rabid ass mind, and Dream deserved so much yeah. more than they got. They had great songs. I think all them girls is poor now. There's no way you should have a platinum album and be poor.
1: So, and they were selling real albums. It was two thousand, two thousand one. It they were selling like actual CDs.
0: hmm. It was harder to go platinum then, and they still oh went platinum so the album came
1: out on January twenty third, two thousand one. You know what's significant about that day?
0: January twenty third. That's your birthday.
1: It was my sixth birthday. And no, one, hey, and no one got me that was the dream your sixth album. Birthday. That's so crazy.
0: And no one got you the dream album. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'll, kind of I'll, I'll make that no, up this year for like, your
1: birthday. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I'll make this thank up you. this year for your birthday. Yeah, don't worry. You'll definitely receive um the dream hard physical album for your birthday. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So yeah, that's my song. Jordan, do you have a song that you that you uh is feel reminiscent about that you like? Did you listen to Adele?
1: Adele? I haven't listened to the new Adele yet. But um, I'm sure it's fantastic <laughs> I think she's one of the most stunning and, and exciting And innovative artists working right now And I think that's one of the things That like we need to talk about more I don't know more.
0: why you're doing that accent You have to do a Caribbean accent Adele, <laughs> again, you, you remember when she again. had Lewis
1: Adele, Lewiston <laughs> Carter Barrington Levy The
0: third <laughs> The remember when Wonder she was dressed for season. carnival and she had them damn braids? Oh, um, she had the
1: little Bantu knots. <laughs> that was really funny.
0: You have to, you have to give her her Caribbean, her Caribbean heritage, the knot the that it deserves. Yeah, you
1: know, I mean, she's she's dating uh, Lebron's manager now. Do you know that? She's dating uh, what's his name, yes. Rich Paul. Mm-hmm. So clearly, he saw he saw her little West Indian vibe. And he was like, you know, Ma, let's go right. down to Aki Bamboo and the Let's get a little, let's get a little, <laughs> let's get a little curry goat, rice and peas, a little plant on the side.
0: <laughs> he said Adele is a teen. He said Adele's yes, a teen. Yes, I
1: want that. Adele, yes. Adele goes to, um, Adele walks down Brixton and they, and they, they have, to, it's like a ticker tape parade. It's all the Jamaicans come out. They're throwing Aki plants at her. <laughs> little, little more, little, um. <laughs> Doctor Bird's come and pick up her pigtails like she's Snow White. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's it's uh, a <laughs>
0: pick up her pigtails.
1: If Adele were to show up in Portland tomorrow, Portland, Jamaica, like and like she just showed up in Port Antonio randomly, it'd be a whole um, carnival. It'd be like people mayhem. be mayhem. They're
0: definitely throwing an Adele carnival.
1: It'd be like Independence Day. It'd just be like crazy. You know, like she's the she's the for all intents and purposes the queen <laughs> of Jamaica in my opinion.
0: That's what I'm saying, obviously, behind um, Celine
1: Dion. Oh, behind only Celine Dion. Did you did you hear that she um kind of uh, – Adele occupies such an interesting, like, space in uh, pop culture because she's, like, a leftover from, like, the CD era, too. Like, she, like, popped off – 19 popped off, what, in, like, 2010 or 2009 or something like that? And um she's, like, one of those artists that can, like, sell out CDs in Target, you know, still. Like, oh, like, 65-year-olds are still going to go and yes. cop an Adele CD. Cause she's such a like, you know, 60s, you know, like classic singer, you know, piano, jazz, you know, that sort of thing. And she's like, you know, but also she's like memed to death and she's like beloved by younger people.
0: Yes. She does occupy such an interesting space.
1: And I feel like she's one of the few people who, like, can get away with stuff like she doesn't do interviews like that anymore. I mean, even though, like, I guess for this promotion of this new album, I've seen her doing a lot more stuff. But um, she did like she was doing some interview. I was like the one guy in Australia who got to interview her in person or something like that. And he flew. Did you hear about this? He flew to London to talk to her and he got okay. there and he hadn't listened to the album. Yeah. He's like the one person from Australia that has gotten was got to like a FaceTime with her and he like came with his camera crew whatever had not bothered to open the link in his goddamn email and listen to the album. She realized that part way through the interview and just stopped and she was like we're not doing this. We're not doing this.
0: We're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not that's so disrespectful. I hope he lost his damn job. You have one job. Like to stop. To go
1: up to Miss Adele Paddington Levy the 3rd. And not have listened to the album. You went to fucking uh, you. Uh, oh my no, gosh! No, no. You expect to sit down and 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 sip sorrow in her face
0: after this? After Adele has divulged her whole traumatic divorce on this, you know, I haven't listened to album because I can't. I'm scared. I'm scared.
1: Yeah, she does. She makes that kind of
0: Ryan texts me all in his oh feelings. No. Ryan was texting me all in his feelings while he was listening to this album. He was like, yeah, you know, I'm just. And I said, oh, no, I won't be listening bag to this music. anytime soon. I need a second. I need a second. It's bag
1: music for sure. Yeah. And if you if you like to stay out of your bag, you know, maybe stay out of this album. Uh, I think I think that's
0: just for a second. Yeah. I'll circle back. I need a second. Also, Adele, where's the Christmas album? I would love a Christmas album oh for you. Oh, my gosh. You. Where you that at? That would
1: be... Michael B- Blue Blay put just, one out. She's just where writing a check, man. Like, where she do a, a Christmas album, she... Which I feel like is a testament to her, Truly. like, her, like, not actually, like, being in it for that sort of thing. Because, like, she could do that every year and just be chilling, you know? Right. By her little castle.
0: A hundred percent. She could just give us one good Christmas album. Mariah Carey might not be the queen of Christmas no more after that. I don't she know. She might have
1: some, some competition if Adele put out a Christmas album. She just might. She just might. Um, so I know I haven't listened to the new adult. I don't I the only song I really have is um I was watching the movie, this movie called The Souvenir, which my sister hated. So uh, last week I was in uh you you know Sequoia, I was in Savannah, Georgia for my mom's birthday. Shout out my mom. Big six oh. Hey, that is a big one. My mom made it, you know. She and twenty five of those years she had to twenty six of those years she had to deal with me. So that's kind of crazy. Um, if you think about it. But um, Anyway, oh yeah. So what I was watching, trying to, you know, my we rarely spend all, you know, family time all together like that. And so, you know, when you're all together, with the family you find family and group entertainment, whatever. My mom, you know, is is she's not gonna, she's not fooling anybody more. She, she by like eight, she's like I'm going to bed. Like by like nine, she's like, you know, y'all mm-hmm. have fun. I'm going. I'm knocking out. I'm, um, but my sister and I were trying to watch a movie together and I watched this movie. I've been hearing a lot about this movie, The, the Souvenir. I don't know if you've heard about this movie. The, the Souvenir Part 2 is out in theaters now. It's like some like A24 art house film by this woman named Johanna Hogg. Mm,
0: that's enough. A24 is <laughs> have yep.
1: but, um, Yeah. <laughs> but it's a, it's a lovely film. I like it. I like it. It's about, you know, this girl in the 80s and who's an art student who uh, has a tumultuous love affair with a, a, a person she discovers is a heroin addict. And you know, as you can imagine, that's that's a lot. But um, there's part of it, uh, you know, where they have a, an amazing song cue where you know it's just, it's just like you know, goody two shoes girl from a wealthy background dating this heroin addict, and they and they have a song cue in the song that's uh, "Is she really going out with him?" by um, Joe Jackson, who's like British artist from the seventy. You know, oh. it's like. She- Heard
0: that song? Yeah, that yeah. song is
1: great. And it just was used so well in the movie. And like, I've been, I like, you know, threw it on the Spotify likes and I've been listening to it more recently. It's just a, a great song, a little feel good uh white bop. That, that's a, we should start a playlist okay. called Feel Good White Bops. You know, that's because that would be on there. Feel Good White Bops, mm-hmm. 100%. So that's all I got for you guys.
0: Yeah. Okay. Jordan trying to put y'all on. So Joe Jackson, make sure you look for the right Joe Jackson. Yeah. Make sure you look uh, for the right Joe Jackson. Michael's
1: dad. It's from the album Look Sharp. With an exclamation point! I love punctuation on an album. Yeah, more people should do that. Add some dynamics.
0: They really should, or like stylized, yeah. like Ariana does all her titles uh, lowercase. I love that a, annoys me because a I know choice or a know She's like
1: saying it. She's like saying it through her like long sleeves. You see, she, she's like Shut covering up. her mouth as she says it. Sugar, what's it? What is this album called? Shut Sugar, what's up. that one called? Sweetener. Wait, sweetener? I'm done. I'm
0: done. Not sugar. I like sugar, sweetener. Sweetener. <laughs> I literally didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. I like sugar. Are you thinking Harry Styles? Watermelon sugar high? What? wow okay real quick just i was okay i just did my friend tiffany's podcast her podcast is called Mm -hmm. i can't stress this enough in case y'all want to check it out but she asked me what do i think is going to be on my spotify rap this year and i thought that was an interesting question jordan what do you think is going to be on your spotify question
1: because i i I always feel like called out by that thing um i try not to look at it but um what's going to be on there oh man what have you had in rotation this year what you been on what have I been on? It's been a it's been a whirlwind. So I I've been um ever since I I like uh I may may have mentioned here at once this podcast once before that I got like into records last year in the pandemic that was my little pandemic thing. I like got up stereo. I found the speakers. I did a whole thing. So I listen to a lot of stuff not on Spotify these days. But like when I do go to Spotify for very specific reasons. Oh, you know what? I, what's going to be on there? And that I know that sounds so pretentious or whatever, but that's just the truth. I'm just trying to be honest with you people. Um, <laughs> but you know what's going to be on there? They put Aaliyah on on Spotify this year. Have you been listening to any of the Aaliyah on Spotify?
0: Yes. Oh, my yes. gosh. Yes, the, I have. The, yes,
1: I have. The uh, self-titled one, Aaliyah t- from 2001, the Red Album. The Red One? It's so good. I love on there. Um, I love uh, It's Whatever. And I love... Um, Read between the lines and loose rap, and then I've been killing recently from the one one in a million album. I've been killing uh, heartbroken. Oh man, that one is hmm, so good. I don't know if I know that. I'll one. send you that. It's so okay, good. but it's been smashing. Heartbroken by that' okay. is incredible. And yeah, it's just it's just yeah that that's what I've been killing a lot of because I was I that's those albums I never listened to before because you know they've never been on Spotify and I'm right. I'm a mere twenty six years old. They
0: weren't available. Yeah. I feel like we should probably do an episode. Let's revisit what is actually okay, on the Spotify yeah. raps at the end of the year. Maybe that could be the end of the year episode. That could be, we can yeah. close out the year that way. So I feel way. comfortable
1: disclosing. Maybe I'll just lie. Big like, over oh, was all um. Wow. Icewear bezel. Icewear bezel. The whole the whole thing. All little baby. Because I you know somebody because I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur. Right, right. So like I got out the mud like little baby. So I listen to a lot of little baby. Yeah, you feel me. Um, Roddy Rich. A lot of dirt. A lot of dirt on here, actually. It's like mostly dirt. A lot of you know, dirt. You feel me? It is a lot of dirt. A lot dirt. of dirt. Uh, Pop Smoke, of course. <laughs> Pop Smoke, of course.
0: Of course. R.I.P., of course. Can't say yeah. Pop without
1: the smoke, you feel me? So, um... Period. you <laughs> feel me? it's, like, it's like all yeah, you smoking a boy. Yeah, stuck my Yeah, you can't it, say pop without it, A lot of a lot of thug, a lot of gunner <laughs> for me. So,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. No, I I believe that for you. I really do. I already know mine going to try to embarrass me. I know mine's going to try to embarrass me somehow. Somehow, J. Cole B ended up on my shit, and I don't know if y'all <laughs> know this about me, but I am an.
1: The way you, the disgust in your voice, somehow J. Cole be ended up on my shit. I swear. Because I am a vocal
0: anti J. Cole person. Mm -hmm. And somehow he just be making his way into all of my public facing things. And I really abhor that for myself because it's a fucking lie and spotify is i'm gonna sue you for defamation wow. of character one of these times i'm going to sue you for defamation of character because you're absolutely lying on me and i just don't appreciate it and there's i just you won't continue to do it you won't continue to get away with it
1: yeah no no it's not scooby-doo you know it's not scooby-doo we will catch you meddling people
0: we will you it won't We it, it, won't get away with it if it were for the meddling kids you just won't get away with it
1: you know what? what? You know, but let's get let's get Doctor yeah. Umar for a second. Why are we as a people celebrating a company that's tracking our move, that is tracking what we like and how we consume and what we're listening to and sharing it as if that's a good thing? That they're they're tracking us, that they're following us, that they <laughs> that they're telling us we're watching. That's what they're doing, right? They're saying, "I see wow. what you're doing, wow. and I'm basically in your house." How do you feel about that? And we're, and we're celebrating that. They're, they're the overseer, if you think about it. They're tending, wow. you know, to us, the content slaves, okay? So I just want y'all to maybe chew on that. Maybe that's chew it? on that.
0: Is that you? Wow. Chew on that, all right?
1: Yeah, that's Okay. Right. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my two cents.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. And you said enough. And you said, and you said enough. Okay, you 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 definitely you've definitely hit you the know, nail this, on the this head. This podcast with that one. And, is about and opening I people's
1: minds, and I you know, not closing their eyes, open their not minds. Eyes. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if, if you get anything from this podcast, get some healthy skepticism. Sponsored by Dentite, get some enlightenment,
0: right? Understand, Overstand.
1: like my overbite that was corrected by Dentite. Thank you.
0: Hi, I'm Kate Casey, an unscripted TV expert. Three times a week, I interview the talent directors, producers, and hosts of television's most popular reality shows, docu-series, and documentaries. I get all the -the behind-the-scenes stories. thank you to our sponsor dindy um yeah okay now let's move on to another large corporate conglomerate that is primarily um white people wwe wwf first of all jordan i have a question what the fuck does wwe and wwf stand for worldwide wrestling
1: okay let me we're going to the internet to 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 confirm this i don't want to be Uh, Disseminating lies, but I I can tell explain the story and why there are two names and because so WWE World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporated, formerly known as WWF World Wrestling Federation, and the reason it changed its name is because in the early two thousands, I believe there was a some sort of conflict with the other WWF the world wildlife foundation i don't know if legal action oh. was taken or if it was just a brand where think we're like this is bad branding we're confusing you know and they switched to wwe yes wwe is a company that's based in connecticut actually you know my the land of my my birth oh okay and you're from
0: what 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 city in new haven maybe
1: you already know what it is
0: are you from New Haven?
1: I grew up in I grew up in the town line in Hamden, but my dad lives in, ha- in New Haven. And so I kind of grew up, I went to school in New Haven.
0: Okay. Okay. We were talking to somebody. You were talking to somebody from New Haven? We were talking to somebody from Connecticut. And me and Ryan, I mean, we, and we were like, oh yeah, we know somebody from I'm Connecticut. There. Do you know them? <laughs> and they were like, where in Connecticut are they from? And we were like- uh new haven we want to say but i was like nah i know his college was in new haven but i don't know if he is from new haven
1: but now i'm like five i grew up five minutes away from where i went to college
0: oh okay i didn't know that okay okay look look now we're learning things but yeah so we found your connecticut buddy essentially we found your friend in connecticut
1: yeah all right so now you just need to identify him for me so i can kill him right <laughs> there can only be one there can only be one but uh, the wwe yes we're gonna re- back to WWE. it's we were trying to figure out why it holds the place it does in the minds hearts of uh, many a black youth and it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint it's hard to pinpoint but what i will say is you know in the early 2000s a few things loomed as large in my like Childhood entertainment sphere as WWE, you know, The Rock, Rey Mysterio, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like these were all names that we were, you know, like throwing around. They were they they were like up there with like our big sports stars, you know, like the harder I thought about it, the more I realized it's just like little kid soap opera. You know, like I think it was a way for wow. it was like soap opera branded for little boys in a way. Right. It, it was a way for us to like get into like the theatrical character building. The model of play that you see on WWE is exactly and I don't know if it's chicken or the egg, but like it's exactly how you see little kids express like little boys express play when they're playing. They're like, you know, like oftentimes I have a friend who like uh who is, like teaches kids like uh, reading and stuff like that and like helps them on um, writing and like she's like first graders, second graders and like often you will find that the, the girls you know are have like way are way more imaginative with their stories. so like you know there was there was an eagle that flew down and built a nest and raised a family and then there was a yeah. storm and it had to protect you know like there's like they're like really elaborate they' like yeah. there's like you know there's they knew, there's all these like story st- things in it and then the boys will be like there was a giant shark monster and I fought him. And then we became (laughs) friends and we both beat up everybody. And like, that's essentially what WWE is. What are the scariest, most like masculine, uh, like one of the, the main figures from when I was watching WWE in the early 2000s and mid 2000s was the undertaker who was like Mm. a damn near seven foot tall demon. Um, Mm-mm. Man who like would pop out of the dark and just appear mare- in the middle of the ring, um, and chokeslam people. Uh, and all the stories were so like you know, one guy would be good one week and then the next week he's bad. So that meant he's wearing like sunglasses and a black leather jacket. You know, like oh, it was. It right, was right, right, everything right, right, was right, underlined obviously. and it was so cartoonish. And I feel like that's just like junk food to it, a a child, especially a a that's little boy.
0: Fair. It's like anime, reminiscent like you were saying. It's like the same appeal.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and why I mean, I think I think a lot of little boys not not just black boys were in, were into wrestling. And I think and I imagine they still are cuz wrestling's still happening. I don't really know what the deal. I I feel like every now and then I'll be watching cable and I'll see a commercial for a new it'll be like AEW and I'm like what is that? Um what is that? Like they're like different <laughs> they're different like federations now with different characters. But back in the day, yeah, back in the day was so funny because also they would incorporate people's like ethnic heritage or race in such funny ridiculous they now would. probably unproblematic probably problematic ways yeah i remember there was like one guy carlito if i'm reading correctly who just, like his whole thing was like he was like mexican i think and he like ate an apple like he would like, come out and they play like little mexican music and he'd eat an apple um oh, nah, no it was it was all sorts of funny but um i can't really quite put my finger on it other than to say that it's like you know Little boy, little classic little boy drama. You know, little boy soap operas. Right,
0: it's like fighting, and you think that shit is real, and it's like, yeah, look at, look at that. That's so fun. Like, uh huh. Stage violence. I swear, my my brother was was always trying to mind you. My brother's eleven years older than me, so Mm. he would. Like, I don't want to say throw me around like a bad way, but like, like, you know, like physically (laughs) toss my body like up in the air because I was a child and he was (laughs) older. So he would be practicing these fucking wrestling moves on me because he could toss me around. So, yeah, that's the that's the extent of my knowledge for wrestling. Um, Well, you know what? I had my first kiss with a boy over a wrestling match, not Mm -hmm. over like while a wrestling matches in the background so that's about all i know about it and it was always wrestling had an underlying layer of sexual tension to it
1: yeah oh my gosh that it's so overly sexualized yeah <laughs> and homoerotic too yeah like you <laughs> know odd way too yes yes like the outfits are so skimpy and and uh, they're mm-hmm. always like getting in each other's faces <laughs>
0: Always with the balls in the face. Like, it was like yeah. a disrespectful, but low-key also homoerotic thing. Like, I'm like, okay.
1: There'll always be these long, like, uh, spoken interludes where, like, they they come out and basically, like, you know, tell you exactly who they were. To be like, I, I challenge you, Undertaker, because I'm the good guy and you're not going to get away with this. Blah, 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 blah. And they, like, get into each other's faces and they <laughs> just stare, like, for, like, 10 minutes, like, <sighs> and then be like, oh, Literally, my God, by, what's right. going to happen, you know? Right, right. I've heard recently is that like a lot of uh comedians in New York because cause I like we 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 said uh WWE is based in in Connecticut outside of New York uh a lot of like comedians that's like a, become a kind of common job like writing for WWE which really? I would love to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently that's the thing that a lot of com- oh like my Brooklyn comedians have done or like New York comedians have done. Wow. Cuz yeah, it's uh spoiler that alert, does sound it's, fun. it's scripted. Uh so you know I, that was the other thing. Like I feel like oh yeah, that was a big tid tension for like little kids. Was like it's real, and it's and they'd be like, and then people yeah. like, no, it's not real. I'm like, no, it's real. Yeah. It's really, the Rock really, is it the really was. He, he hates Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's like, no, these guys were like highly trained. Right. You know, like it was like more dancing stunt, and theater stunt yeah. people. Yeah, right. There's stunt right. people.
0: They were um, like stunt doubles. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> okay, I only know. A couple wrestlers. The Rock was a wrestler, right? Yeah, The Rock was a wrestler. Okay,
1: what about Vin Diesel? Was he a, was Vin was Vin Diesel a wrestler? Vin Diesel's not a wrestler, but he talks like a wrestler. The Rock, okay, went to middle school in Hamden, Connecticut, where I'm from, for like a year.
0: Oh, okay. So what you're saying is you could probably beat The Rock's ass, is what you think? Yeah, to you bring said it all You said you could
1: beat his ass. Essentially, like in so many words, yes. Probably murder the Rock with my hands if I wanted to, you know.
0: Your bare hands, if you wanted if to, like, wanted it would to. take very I much,
1: guess I wouldn't not, choose to not do much that. from you. Yeah, 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 it would be more of like a, my 70% would probably, you know, be enough. My name is Tom Buck and this is The Enthusiasm Project. Join me each week for deep dives exploring the world of what it means to be an independent creator on YouTube, starting your own creative business, and keeping a positive, enthusiastic mindset along the way. New episodes of The Enthusiasm Project are available every Monday, wherever you get your podcast.
0: Okay, I also have a list of Ric Flair references because he's one of the very few that I know. And I only yes. know him because of how often he is referenced in, in rap music specifically. So I don't like uh Kanye West Chief Keef Pusha T Big Sean Jadakiss a classic that's rare nigga woo Ric Flair nigga you know <laughs> that's one we have the natural Ric Flair drip by Offset and Metro Boomin Ric Flair drip go woo on a bitch okay so I'm assuming that was his little that was his sound he said woo yes, he said
1: woo yeah
0: okay he says woo like that okay new God flow again Kanye West Pusha T Ghostface Killer Shake that body, party that body. Ric Flair, nigga, as an ad, as ad-lib. We have Switch Lanes by Tyga. Nigga See It in the Light, though. Woo, Rich Ric Flair. Okay. We have another... Okay, Kanye likes Ric Flair. We have another one, Kids See Ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his man's. We have another one, Pusha T, Ric Flair before there was Rich Flair before there was Ric Flair's. Wow, another Migos one. The list goes on. I'm skipping the ones I don't know, but I'm sure other people know these. Meek Mill has one. Iggy Azalea has one. A Ric Flair <laughs> reference. Stun Ric Flair on you. That's what she says. She did not.
1: She did not write that. <laughs> she has no idea who that she is. She did write that. Somebody else wrote that. She for did her. write
0: that. <laughs> nope.
1: No, she wrote it? No, she wrote it. Okay, she wrote it. Never mind.
0: Yeah. (laughs) No, you know, I don't know what that, I don't know, you know, I don't know what the fuck, uh, who writes Iggy Azalea's things. I don't know that girl. But yeah, it looks like Ric Flair might be one of the the most noted and referenced wrestlers from rap culture, it appears. Yeah,
1: we were talking about this right before we started recording, like how a lot of these, the, the themes that we keep, like, coming on like uh like you know stumbling into when we talk about why black people a certain set of black people seem to like get really get out into these sort of things and it comes back down to oftentimes like a sense of like performance in a sense of like uh Peacocking that, like, you know, black people have an affinity for and Ric Flair is like, you know, an all time peacock like his his costumes when he was wrestling often incorporated literal feathers. And he his whole thing was he just like is this ostentatious, like braggadocious, like braggadocious, you know, pretty boy. Who like you know wore cool jewelry and like you know just talk mad shit and was like kind of just like you know oh, a don wow, a rapper? You know? Yeah, he's a rapper. He was a rapper. You know, like like he was a rapper before there was rappers, and that's why rappers identify with him so much. I imagine. And uh, yeah, like I think it's there's a, a definitely a parallel to be drawn between the way rappers perform them their own personalities and function in a pop culture space to the way that uh, wrestlers do in their own space. And, like, build these kind of, like, slightly larger than real life, like, versions of themselves to, like, act out into the, in the, like, you know, entertainment sphere for people. It's all, like, really savvy branding and, like, you know, and uh, story building, you know, th- that they're engaging in. Mm-hmm. And uh and so, yeah, there's, like, a lot, there's actually a lot of parallels in the way that when you think about it. And so, of course, they be into that. And then, like, um, <laughs> right before we got in, we are talking about how the one that, the most recent one I can think of. It's from uh Playboy Cardi's seminal album, Whole Lot of Red from last year. On um, the song Over, he says, <laughs> I jump off the rope like Ed Hardy. <laughs> but he says, I jump off the rope like Ed Hardy, which is a, a like a two thousands, you know, WWE wrestler who was known for his high flying acrobatics, he jumping off the top rope, like flipping onto people and stuff like that. So Cardi was in there being hit with his bad self, eating, you know, Captain Crunch at nine PM watching the stuff too. So uh This is something that runs deep, you know, that a lot of people say, you know, share.
0: I distinctly remember like lots of butt cheeks, like lots of like lots of the 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 punchline, for lack of a better word, be like putting somebody's head between your butt butt cheeks.
1: (laughs) Yo, you're so right. I forgot about that until you literally just said that. That was a thing that happened often. Because it was it it, it, it was so weird. It was so weird. And it, and like the thing that like they like they, they kind of tiptoe around is that it was like this weird male erotic space. Like they put him in those outfits and they greased it it, they greased him up for real. They shaved them, they greased them up, and they put him in those outfits for a reason. Even though it's like a lot of like they did. men watching this thing nominally. There's like a clear homoeroticism happening that like goes kind of like yeah. like only uh indirectly like referred to like you know pointed at like gags where they put people's legs between the, their thighs So you know like you said like yeah there's lots of like yes this. and with the women like you know like the, the divas ww w divas they were called i remember like they would like they yes. they were more explicit about that but like with the men it was like less you know was less, right. you know, the
0: right. This is not a homo, yeah.
1: Just, He's just this is fighting, this is gladiator, you know, like it's like, yeah, well, gla- okay, in yeah. his and a thong, you know,
0: <laughs> why is he in a thong? Why am I looking at man cheeks? Why am I looking at the whole
1: butt cheek? <laughs> Truly, why is he greased? So, you know, America's a repressed place. And they need their outlets.
0: It is. I'm like, come on, just get your sexual fantasies off. Just get your sexual fantasies off. I wonder how many people the WWE, WWF with their sexual awakening. I wonder how many people are like,
1: huh. Probably more than a few. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Probably, probably. I do remember sometimes the men and the women like fighting together. I don't know how super often that happened, but I do remember,
1: yeah, like seeing
0: that happen sometimes. And though that would be overtly sexual, just oh like the whole shit was the just mad sexual. I don't know what the problem was. Yeah, because it was made. And so, and it was supposed to be for kids. Like that shit obviously wasn't for adults.
1: It was for like, but it was for adults too. It was for like, like thirty year old nerds and like eleven year olds. You know what I mean? hmm. It's like the type of person who would still be into a comic, you know, a comic books like past a certain age. I feel like there's somebody who might be attracted to, to wrestling because it's like, you know, this, this, uh, attracted to it. Yeah. Cause like, it's like this like type of storytelling that is like, so obviously like, you know, the, uh, the artifice is obvious and like, it's so artificial, but you don't care because it's like big colors and like, you know, like, you know, like you, you're just in it for why you're in it and, and you don't really care. Or you're just ten, and it's right. the first time you're seeing boobies. You know what I mean?
0: You, I think that was it. I think it was really like, whoa, is that, is that a girl with a bathing suit? Oh my top gosh! yeah. Oh, I
1: forgot. Yeah, it always felt so like bad. I always felt like I was like against the rules whenever, especially with the like the the divas. Yeah, dirty. I felt dirty. Like yeah. it was dirty.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like like that's how I felt to watch like some of those animes too. Like it was giving very hentai. Less less anime, more hentai. I don't know.
1: Uh man. <laughs> to be nine and ashamed again. Yeah. What a
0: time. Right. And to be and to be ashamed and to be getting off to fucking WWE WWF wrestling. What a time.
1: Now on that note, let's uh take another ad from Dentite. Dentite! <laughs> Are your teeth loose? <laughs> glue them back in with dentite. <laughs> now is dentite
0: a toothpaste? Is it a teeth glue? Is it dentures? It's more I'm, of an all-purpose. I'm you know, concerned and confused. Uh, yes. Okay, so anybody who needs anything oral,
1: anything it's dentite. Oral. <laughs> and run, Dent, right,
0: dentite. and naturally that would run right. Naturally that would run following WWE. Dentite.
1: Anything oral.
0: for all your oral needs cue the girls gone wild commercial following (laughs) I think that man is in jail
1: still (laughs) the girls gone wild guy they got him we got him I
0: think think his name is Joe Francis Francis. yeah Joe Francis I think he's in jail I think Joe Francis is still
1: in jail Talk about an entire enterprise Built on like just like the most heinous thing It's like what if we exploited Underage women Oh my god Oh he looks terrible Yeah wow this man's face He looks like a Oh my god
0: you know I used to get him and Joe Rogan mixed Mm -hmm. up and st- <laughs> and that still tracks for me to this day. If you go back and watch old episodes of Fear Factor where Joe Rogan was the host, he used to stand so oddly close to those people and like he was very creepy. He was very like oh in their face God. and like rubbing their backs and like doing oh. weird shit. And yeah, so him and Joe Francis were the
1: same person to me when I was when I was a child. Wow, I'm looking at an image of Joe Francis so it's it's a headline from the New York Post that says, Joe Francis arrested on domestic violence charges last year. Uh, I don't know what, what the year is this from. This is from 2021. Oh, this is from this year. And the image they use, <gasps> the image they use is a picture of Joe Francis with, this must be like circa 2000, oh, 2008. 2008, Chloe Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, and Courtney Kardashian at a Girls Gone Wild event.
0: <gasps> and
1: they're like posing on a red carpet. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> And they all look like so,
0: I'm looking at it. Oh my
1: god! Oh my god! I found wild. it. Oh my god! They were the girls who had I gone know, wild. The way that they've like resuscitated their brand, because like this is what this was how they were. You know, it's yeah,
0: crazy. Like, they were like originally like thought of and seen it's as yeah. adjacent.
1: Is how I used to think of them. You know what I mean? They were yes. And they vampired wow. Kanye Omari West to like resuscitate themselves, you know. And you know. And, oh, we, oh we, I forgot I'm talking to a Kanye Stan.
0: did
1: He got the short end of the stick, man. He really, he really got a Rick Rhodes. I'm sorry for your boy, but no, now you know he's on Jink Champs. Wow,
0: I, I hate that for him. I do hate that for him. oh my god just going on for fucking hours just drunk and irritating (laughs) Uh, just be quiet sometimes we love that
1: but yeah now i i like the part where talking about kanye's interview on drink champs another podcast you know it's our rival so i don't like talking about it too much but um uh the part where he talks about uh he makes fun of um big sean and and john legend do you get to that part of the interview it was so yes. funny. I mean,
0: I I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched that clip. I was make it was yeah. cracking
1: me up. He was just being. He was. That's when I was like, wow, he's actually funny. Because he at one point, I don't know if you saw this. He's just like he he talked about John Legend, how he hates John Legend. He thinks it's a show for the Democrats. Ten minutes later, it's not. They're not even talking about John Legend anymore. He just goes, ordinary people, and they're like, what? He's like, oh, sorry, John Legend's head. Voices just in my head, and it just was so funny. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I digress. Poor Kanye, the Kardashians, Joe Francis, it's a whole mess.
0: Yeah, obviously, all in the same realm. It's a whole mess. And now the Kardashians are alleged to have taken their butt implants out. <sighs> are alleged to have are getting liposuction to like get to the, make their butt smaller and their butts are appearing smaller and people are saying it's the end of the BBL oh era and you know they're rebranding as white wow. now uh huh and as we see Courtney is now BFFs with Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly with her white boyfriend Travis Barker you know the whole rebrand is is, is really looking oh like my it's gosh. happening for they real. said
1: we off black we're done with it
0: we're done with that, you know. We're we're gonna go back to being off white again. We're tired of of that of that black
1: shit. That's so we're tired. wild. They're like like a new iOS just dropped. They're like no more no more black. It's time for cockazoïd. A hundred
0: percent. No, they literally cockazoïd nation is back. The cocks have returned. <laughs> we are we are stop cock it, destroyers, baby. Stop we are stop back. It, stop it. <laughs>
1: Have you ever heard of the Cock No, Coch what Destroyers? is that? I I hate when you start saying that word.
0: <laughs> I hate when you start saying that word. Oh, my God. How does it come up every episode? I really just want to know. But <laughs> the Cock Destroyers are these two Ew. porn stars. I think they might have died now. I don't... <laughs> what are you talking
1: about? What are you talking about? Literally, what are you talking about?
0: there are these two there are these two I think they're like twins or sisters or something really they have like huge huge oversized tits huge oversized lips like bleach blonde hair tan skin and like Jordan's about to look them up right now he's about to be sick but the May, Cock uh, Destroyers paper
1: magazine, May 6, are
0: those bitches
1: <laughs> the Cock Destroyers have parted ways What a headline
0: (laughs) 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 My stomach hurts I can't believe this is real
1: (laughs) And they're British And they're British
0: (laughs) They're British And they're like we're the cock destroyers And we're gonna destroy your cock And that's just (laughs) That's how they (laughs) are oh they're so funny they're so funny but yeah that used to be the Kardashians essentially the Kardashians were trying to be Cog Destroyers so bad it was (laughs) this is a family my mom listens to this bro why are you talking about the Cog Destroyers on the podcast Mm, yeah yeah Ooh, woo. Oh, my God, my stomach hurts. That was funny to me. But, um, yeah, that's it, y'all. That's it, because the WWE took us to Cock Destroyers. And, I mean, if you really think about it, the road from WWE to Cock Destroyer is pretty linear, but we took a couple detours right. to get there. We we didn't take the most linear road, but it is a kind of linear road.
1: <laughs> it's, it's a kind of linear, you're right. If you think about it, just, you, you keep going, you'll end up there.
0: You'll end up at the Cock Destroyers, easily. Like, yeah, um... That's all. That's all. That's all that I had. Uh, do you have you have
1: anything additional that you would like to say, Jordan, to the people? I don't want to add anything because I'm afraid. I'm a, I'm scared. Is what it is. Yeah, I don't want to go any yeah, further. Yeah, no, I understand that. It's
0: it's scary. It's scary times out here. No, I do understand. The cock Destroyers are splitting up. The Kardashians taking their ass out. It's just who really knows what's going on in 2021. <laughs> like where did do
1: we look for stability? You know what I mean? Like what? <laughs>
0: because where can I find it quickly? Right. Joe Biden going to sleep to get a colonoscopy, Kamala Harris, our our president, she didn't, you know, she didn't, she didn't get rid of my student loans or nothing like that. And I'm just confused.
1: I know she had a few hours to, you know, to like to. To do whatever she had to do and she did nothing. She chilled.
0: She did nothing. And then this nigga waking up and immediately talking about he agreed with the the written house, Rich Richardson, whatever the fuck that man's name is, verdict. Like mm-hmm. it's just too much. There's too much going on in the planet right now. I need more stability than this planet seems to uh, have available at this point. It's very volatile. It's an odd time. Um, pray for us, mm-hmm. the world. And come rescue us, please, soon. Um we're ready. Thank you. In the meantime, go listen to that new Adele. In the meantime, go listen to that new Adele. In the meantime, um go ahead and rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts if you can. And also on Spotify, there's a new option to turn on push notifications for the podcast, go ahead and cut them on. If you have Spotify you listen listening on Spotify, go ahead and cut on them push notifications so you know when the podcast is up, go ahead and listen to it there. And if you listen on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, go ahead and rate us five stars only. That's all we do around here. Five star boom, bitch, boom, as boom. Nicki Minaj said and Trina. And... Yeah, that's all that I have to say. Follow us on social media at Black People Love paramore Pod. Nope, that's not even it. <laughs> Just kidding. Follow us on social media at BPLP Pod and you can email us at Black People Love paramore at gmail.com if you want. Oh, I have one more thing. Oh my god, I'm so glad I thought about this before I left. Cause I was about to I was about to hurt feelings. Hold on, give me one second. Give me one second. We'll do this quickly. We'll do this real quick. I have it. We had a question come in. You ready? It says, hi Jordan and Sequoia. I just binged your podcast while I was on while I was at work and y'all are hilarious. I just wanted to know your thoughts on holiday shopping, getting gifts last minute for the people you don't really know and the ones that don't want anything, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Also, Sequoia, your food takes make my make me furrow my eyebrow and Jordan, I'm glad you're there. Hope all is well. Take care.
1: <laughs> oh wow. You know, here's some here's somebody with sense, you know. A a bit of sense. Somebody with sense, you know, a little bit of sense. What was the question? What was the question about getting holiday gifts, getting gifts for people? How do we
0: feel about getting people gifts that we don't know well? And how do we feel about getting gifts for people who don't want anything?
1: All right. For people you don't know well, just don't get them a gift. Shake their hand when you see them. Be like, hey, Mm -hmm. hey, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. hi. You know, give them a nice warm hug. And keep that stocking empty, is my opinion.
0: That's fair. If you doing like a uh if you're doing like a white elephant situation or something or a secret Santa situation or something, oh. and you gotta get somebody something you don't know that motherfucker like that, get them maybe like a card or maybe like bake a cookie and just leave it at that. So it's five dollar maximum. Run them something generic, something cute, and keep it pushing.
1: That's all. A card and a cookie are nice, you know, because it's like, like a cookie, uh, no one's saying no to a cookie. You know what I mean? No one's going to say no, no to a cookie. No one's been feeling bad about a cookie.
0: Unless you're a cat owner, in which case I don't trust the cookie that you made because it's going to have cat hair in it. But otherwise, I'm going to eat a cookie and it's going to be good. So yeah, that's 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 our thoughts on it. But yeah, we'll return closer to holidays with some more holiday related things for you all. And um, yeah, that's it for this episode.
1: All right, guys. Thank you for listening.
0: Have a good uh, Thanksgiving. Bye, friends.